So, um, oh, I'm going to try a new thing. Yeah. I've been practicing my narrator voice. I so like it. Let's, uh, let's lead off with that. If you um, hear random panting, it's Ro. Yeah, she's a little tired because we've been playing with her a little bit, but she'll cool off. And the, the panting is directly into the mic mm-hmm. right now, so <laughs> let's do it. Welcome to the Craft Heads Podcast. This is podcast episode number 85. You're my best friend, and we do this. And we will continue to do this for the next 20 years. Mm. Alex and I have drinks for you tonight. So be prepared for the Christmas episode of the Craft Heads Podcast. Ho, ho, ho. I have something else very important to say. Okay. Merry Christmas, Craft Heads family. Merry Christmas to you guys indeed. I'm putting this out on the 25th. And Oh, nice. Yeah. And especially a Merry Christmas to our patrons. Hell yeah. Uh, you guys gave us a gift of your pledge all year long. Yeah. I don't know why I'm way up on my knees right now. I actually have a fun idea to do with the patrons later, but we'll, we'll get to that. You want to talk about the drink? Yeah, let's uh, start off with what we're drinking now, and then we have a little surprise yeah. taste test. Yeah, we're in no hurry tonight. This might be like an hour Christmas special or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're wearing our Christmas sweaters and all that good stuff. Uh, so what is It is Drake. Yeah, you got yeah, the Drake one. It's an old boy. What does it say? I know when those sleigh bells ring. Oh, okay. I got it. Because it came out the year that Hotline Bling was everything. But, I know um, when those sleigh bells ring. Yeah. So we are having the... And what am I wearing? Alpaca boy, and it says, fa la la llama. In like, a, with like a MAGA hat on. I don't really know what's yeah. going on here. <laughs> it's like a, a fa la 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 alpaca goat <laughs> MAGA hat, basically. So well, you'll see it in the episode image. <laughs> yep. So we're having the... It's actually called the nuts and berries, but Ooh. I jokingly call it twig and berries Got it. because twig and berries. And it was funny because it's a it's not a creation of, but the first time I had it was from server and bartender uh, Austin at Seasons Fifty Two mm-hmm. here at, well, in Buckhead, Atlanta. He's our favorite bartender in the city, and we're very Tara and I are very good friends with him, and. He made me one some because a lot of times he makes me like a cordial for dessert. I just let him do his thing and I'll say I'll drink whatever. And he literally by accident called it twig and berries, even though it's nuts and berries. But it <laughs> is one part uh, hazelnut liqueur, one part creme de cassis, which is blackberry. Is it currant or currant? I never know. Creme de cassis. Creme de cassis. Yeah. What? Is, how do you spell cassis? C a s s i s. Man, this is unlike me to not know this, but I think it's. Let's go with current. Yeah. It probably doesn't rhyme with Kevin Durant. I just want to point out to everybody on the podcast that Alex, while he was t- explaining this drink, he was scratching Rose belly as she was just flipped over on her back, just giving it to him. Yeah, she was pretty thrilled with that. And then there, so it's one one to one on those. And then the other part is two parts. Uh, you can do cream, heavy cream, light cream, half and half is what I use most typically. This one was light cream, whatever that means. So, oh, so it's not so bad as heavy yeah, cream. Yeah, this is a really Christmassy, get fat drink. Yeah. Cheers. It, it, this would probably be really good with eggnog in those mm. things, right? Probably. But I like it. I always make this drink very icy. Mm-hmm. You know, because like milk, once it gets warm, it's kind of gross. That's true. Oh my God. It's just, it's an amazing drink. And of course, if you want to make it boozier, you can... Double down on the liqueurs, add a little bit of bourbon ball like Tommy did, add some actual bourbon, maybe put some peppermint schnapps in it. This kind of sounds like a almost a very, this is a very Christmassy sound. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. We actually had a listener, uh, Jargon Larson, 
he mentioned that he enjoyed the pickle crunching in the in the episode what two episodes ago oh yeah so so this is actually the asmr podcast (laughs) and that's why my voice is going into narrator mode for you well you know it was hilarious i was listening to uh uh Colin's last stand uh knockback episode the other day it was on the movie the thing and he mentioned he was like yeah some people like eat and you know make these crazy noises and shit on the podcast he's like if that happens i'll just turn it off he's like i can't even listen oh really <laughs> well, yeah, but that's for people who are doing it like obliviously that's literally part of what we're doing yeah you know what i mean you're but, supposed to hear the sounds of us drinking and eating yeah and... it would be weird if you just were like i haven't had breakfast yet so i'm eating while i'm recording yeah. <laughs> i just thought i thought of you immediately i was like oh some people like it some people don't well so. uh, colin you're not smart and we are so there you go you heard it from tommy there you go <laughs> like so, you have to say it, that you heard it from me just to make sure to yeah, take it off i'm of you. I'm, re- I'm recusing myself from that <laughs> so let's see we don't have any shout outs or anything um, that we definitely have a topic. Mm. What do you think about the twig and berries? Are you enjoying it? it it's fantastic. You, more than one is just like gonna kill it's, you, though. Yeah, it's like it's like chocolate milk. Yeah. It, it's like a White Russian, really. It has a, a very similar taste, but more of a a nutty flavor to and it, and way sweeter because a, a good White Russian is strong, you know, because mm-hmm. it's mostly vodka. Yeah, but, um, this is like a tea. Oh, you know, it kind of has like a Thai tea taste to it. It tastes almost like exactly like a Thai tea. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, well, I also think. The look of it helps that, mm. and the consistency. Like, mm-hmm. all of those things sort of mm-hmm. feed into that. Yeah. There were other things. Oh, you watched The Irishman, which I didn't realize. What did you think? It was good. Yeah? It was It was really good. The ending kind of annoyed me a little bit. I really wanted him to just either give everybody up and just start... Like, who was he talking to the whole... Like, what was the narration? Who was he talking to? I, I think it was just like... I think that was for narration okay I, you know from a cinematic standpoint i, I thought we were gonna have like a little bit of a tarantino thing where it shows who he's, he's talking to right. at the end but it just kind of faded out with him all alone and i was like i really wished he would have just said some shit yeah well i mean that wouldn't be in the spirit of what that movie's about though. yeah so i don't know i i loved it did you watch it all in one sitting no two sittings did you really <laughs> yeah oh, yeah yeah it's it's a long one and so. um i and i was really upset when he had to kill jimmy it made me feel real bad. Yeah? Yeah. I wanted Jimmy to stay. I mean, I know Jimmy was a nuisance and everybody, and Jimmy Hoffa, yeah. as what, what I'm talking about. I'll put a spoiler tag for these for this two minutes here. Yeah, and uh, when and like Jimmy's just, you know, talking with his son about like, oh, you never bring a fish into your car. And then he just, you know, Frank that pulls him in and just shoots him in the head. Yeah. I mean, the way that De Niro shoots people is so just... It's, he shoots down. Yeah, he like wow. down and like presses as he's shooting. Yeah. He's like, bah, bah. Yeah, <laughs> there's force behind it. Like he needs to add force behind the bullet. So what I was saying is it's Goodfellas 2.0 actually. And uh, I liked Goodfellas more. That, I mean, that's that's fair. That's mm-hmm. like that's not going to be beaten. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen Casino? Uh, I mean, that's... I've seen bits and pieces of it. Another one. You know, it's they're all cut from the same amazing... Ah! Ow! <laughs> Too loud. Rowie, there's nobody here. Stop right it. Right in my ear. Oh, but if Claire gets home, she'll start barking. <clears throat> so the other the other uh, two things. We're, we have a topic, another topic that we want to talk about. And we have a taste testing mm-hmm. that we're going to be doing. It's something that we've talked about on the podcast for a very long time. Yeah. And I think we're finally going to get around to it. I have the four horsemen 
of the apocalypse. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. The four horsemen of the the water seltzers, the alcoholic seltzer water drinks. And those are White Claw, Truly, Henry's, and Bon and Viv, which I've been saying Bon and Ive several episodes. Or Bon Iver and all, yeah, all kinds of different things. Stupid. It's Bon and Viv. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, we couldn't get the same flavor for all four because we've I've been piecemealing together these <laughs> drinks for a very long time. And finally, under this household, I have all four drinks. Did you get Bon from the housewarming? Yeah. I heard how excited you were yeah. when you found it. I was like, why does he care? I love that you <laughs> nabbed it for that. I did. That's it's so good. It, actually, one good friend, Megan, who is uh, our, my other good friend, Jared's fiance, uh, had Bon and Viv. And I screamed when I saw her have it. And I was like, leave me one of those. And uh, we, Thank just you, picked, Megan. we just picked up a White Claw from Whole Foods. Uh, and I had Truly and Henry's from a couple grocery trips. Um, Beautiful. The flavors are different, like I said. But I'm going to, at some point, pour these into a drink. For Tara is here as well, uh, floating behind Alex. Hi, uh, T. Yeah, there, there's. You sounded like a southern belle when you said that. Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, you had a very really southern <laughs> accent to it. <laughs> You want some pie? Yeah. Pie and sweet tea. So, anyways, um, now that I've explained what we're going to be doing with those alcoholic drinks, do you want to do that now or do you want to talk about the topic? Um, let's see. Let's let's di- let's dive into the topic because it's Christmassy time. Okay. I also wanted to do. I said we I would do some patron stuff. Mm-hmm. Should I do that first while we have people's attention? <laughs> um, no. No? Get, we'll get to it. Make the patrons listen through the okay. episode. Um, everybody should listen. I, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> okay. So the the topic is Christmas traditions and best Christmas gifts ever, which I thought was brilliant on your part. I just thought traditions, whatever. I really like the Christmas gift thing. I mean, there's several that I can think of immediately off the top of my head, my favorite Christmas gifts I've ever gotten. Yeah. As a child, as a grown man. Yeah. And... Uh, why don't we just lead off with one that you could think of, unless you can't. You have more, so why don't okay. you start? Well, my first one I always think of, uh, well, there's two that I always think of, and I think they might have been back-to-back Christmases, because I got, I was very blessed. Uh, we, my family was always very good about Christmas. We, the kids always got, you know, five, six, seven, eight <sighs> gifts, like, and, and it was me and my sister, for the most part, during these Christmases. But then my brother came along way later. Oopsies. Um, <laughs> What's up, G? <laughs> and he's uh, now a faithful craft head. Yes, he is. But uh, anyways, my sister and I got were had good Christmases. And um, during the Pokemon craze. Oh, hell yeah. When I was eight years old. Uh, this is when the original 150 Pokemon. And everybody was buying trading cards in those packs. How fucking good we're getting one of those packs and opening them up like i just every no, no matter, matter what where it was from yeah it didn't have to be christmas yeah, just right, right getting on. a fresh pack of pokemon cards and like knowing that there might be a holographic in there yeah which was that was the rarest of the cards and the ultimate rarest of the card was charizard he was and he was like in the video game he was the best character yeah he as was well. like the poster boy for pokemon well aside from pikachu god yeah whatever what in you know like the starting three characters sure, yeah but, for the people that don't know, uh, getting Charizard was a very big deal and uh, as a kid for who knows why. But uh, I collected all 150 cards, and the year that I got Charizard, 
was this year and I remember I got a, I got several packs for Christmas, you know, five or six packs and they were like only like $3, so it's not like the parents were breaking the bank or anything. That's crazy though when you think about it. Yeah. Back, I mean, even 20 years ago, five packs, $3 a piece, that's yeah. a lot of money for what they are. Yeah, it, you know? exactly. They're yeah. trading cards. But, you know, they people probably did that when they were younger with baseball cards. Yeah. I, I think some places were more expensive, dude. I Maybe swear they were like booster, five bucks. I was going to say, I swear booster packs were like $6. Weren't booster packs like two packs no, together? No, I, I think like regular packs were booster packs. Mm. I think. I could totally be wrong. As usual, don't quote me. Yeah. Don't ever quote me. I don't give advice. Did Did you ever play the actual card game? <laughs> oh, totally. Okay, yeah, yeah. Me too. And like, because you could get the, you could get a deck and mm-hmm. it might have been 20 and it came with a hologram or holograph mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, like the, the most basic one came with a Machamp. If you remember, oh yeah, 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 that, yeah. That he was extremely not rare because you could go out and buy it. He had a set price ceiling. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay, you could just go buy it. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, Charizard is the third evolution. If you know anything about Pokemon, which I'm, a, I'm gonna talk to you guys like you don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charizard is the third evolution of Charmander. So Charmander is like the baby Pokemon. Charmeleon is the teenager, and Charizard is the adult. Uh, and, and you don't like have to do anything to evolve the characters. You just get those cards. Well, anyways, in the top left-hand corner, it showed what that character evolved from, and Charizard was a holographic. So anyways, I was slowly going through the cards at eight years old, through oh, all my packs, nice. and I, all I saw was Charmeleon in the upper left-hand corner, and I freaked out and ran around. So that was a very big moment for me in my childhood. One of my best gifts. I, I have a great, this isn't Christmas, but it's Pokemon. I have a great follow-up to this. So okay. I used to, uh, I remember when I first learned of them, I believe it or not, I it was either my brother or my mother that somehow knew about them. And they were this big new craze. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, here we go. Well, that's not what I was saying as a kid. That's what I'd be saying now. <laughs> but uh, I was excited. Uh, but my mother, we were at a, we were traveling for my brother's soccer team. We went to some weird um, holiday in, I, I want to say it was in Edinburgh, PA, if that's a place. But we... There were, they also had like this mini expo like in the reception of the hotel and there were like little booths set up and somebody had these Pokemon cards. So I think my mother bought each of us one pack. Mm-hmm. And I remember to be fair, or at least so she thought, her intent was good. She opened up the pack, flipped the cards upside down, and then distributed them to Michael, then me, then Michael, then me, <laughs> and vice versa. What she didn't know, nor did any of us know the rare there's always one star a rare card in each one and it was always in the same spot i want to say it was the seventh or eighth yeah it wasn't the last one no 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 i think it was six or seven of nine or ten cards whatever however many there were so you know like if you do an eeny meeny miny mo thing somebody's guaranteed to get it i just can't remember who got what uh in what order but i do remember that because of that way that my mother did it, she directly dealt me a Mewtwo. Uh-huh. So he <laughs> nice. was my first hologram, and he was like moderately rare. You yeah, know, like probably one of the middle of the road ones. He wasn't like a Venusaur or a Charizard, but uh, it was pretty awesome. And I don't remember if my brother got one from that same event or not. But then he eventually came into a okay Magnemite was a small one, and then Magneton or Magnetron, Magneton. I think. I think it was Ton T O N Magneton Magnetron T T. Magneton. Okay, Magneton. So there. Lies. <laughs> you guys are liars. And we didn't know it. Well, 
I didn't know anything about rarities. Maybe Michael knew he was ripping me off, but he traded me his Magneton for my Mewtwo. So and oh, I okay. still tell him about that. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, okay. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Rose. Rose killing me. Uh, so uh, another gift that I can remember of, by the way, Pokemon. Oh, great, great times. Great totally. memories. Um, another gift that I can think of is I got a basketball hoop one year and uh, my family set up the basketball hoop in the middle of the night in cold ass Pennsylvania. Ooh, that's uh, amazing. I don't. I don't think it was actually snowing that night, which made it a little bit easier. But as I was sleeping, one of I think it was my sister actually reached over me and put a note on the outside of my window that I woke up next to that said like, "Hey Thomas, this is Santa. I visited you and gave you a basketball hoop." With without me like hearing, feeling, knowing. I woke up next to this note on the outside of my window that said, look outside, there's a basketball hoop that I left you, which yeah. that was another fantastic wow. gift. That's unbelievable. Give me, give me one for you. All right. Um, the, I, first of all, I actually hate Christmas gift giving. Mm. I want it to go away. I feel like really strongly about it. I think yep. great gifts are unplanned unwarranted just like oh i got this i saw it i thought of you whatever that's what i love about gifts i've actually i have standing arrangements with several friends and family members now where we're done from mm -hmm. now on because to me it takes the, the spirit out of the holiday who's but, one of those uh, my brother and i oh, okay. this is our last year we're doing gifts and we're done after this okay and then like most of my friends sometimes you and i randomly do shit but it's never planned and it's not an agreement and like you know <laughs> this is embarrassing with my brother it's like it's like going through an accounting class. It's mm -hmm. got to be like dollar for dollar, and that kind of shit. Like, no, mm -hmm. I I do not like that. So, anyways, that being said, as a kid, obviously getting Christmas gifts is the greatest thing in the world, and I think the best physical gift I've ever gotten for Christmas and the most exciting Christmas. I'm guessing it would have been the Christmas of 1997, because. The, uh, the the original Sony PlayStation came out mm. in 96, mm -hmm. but I remember my dad got it for me and Mi'kmaq, my brother, and I remember, I can't remember how many games he got us, but he definitely got us Nightmare Creatures, mm -hmm. and that came out in September of 97, mm -hmm. I think, definitely fall of 97. Was so, that an M-rated game? Yes, and okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you something else funny, but uh, yeah, he that was included. So it must have been the Christmas of 97. Getting that PlayStation, especially having played it already at our babysitter's house because her son had one. Mm -hmm. That I mean, I'm still talking about it. I honestly can't think of many other Christmases where I'm like, oh, I know about this gift that I got. And it was so amazing. That one really, that was a brain checkpoint for me. That but was then, the game that came with your, that's the game that you remember being the PlayStation game. That was the one that, that was at least one of the ones that he got us with it. And so it was very formative, but then it's hilarious because later on in life, like in my mid teenage years, especially with all like the politics and bullshit, my dad was freaked out by mature video games mm -hmm. and he took them away. And oh, really? I don't know what he did with them. And I kind of resented a little bit. Oh, I, God. I remember one of the ones that he took away was, uh, it was a, a terrible alien shooter called Area 51. Mm -hmm. But it was there one day and gone the next. I think my original Silent Hill. Ooh. Yeah. That, yeah. I wonder if that would be worth money now. I, I have it, so oh, I don't know. Okay. I, I re-bought it. But yeah, that was a really annoying thing. You and I were playing <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto, though, at 11 
weren't we? Like 10, 11 years old? Um, I don't know what year that would have been. And we were literally we were young. beating hookers up with bats and laughing and then, our asses well, off. we were putting in the speed cheat. <laughs> yeah. And the faster we hit that hooker, the funnier it was. <laughs> I still, dude, I still remember doing yeah. that. Oh, me, dude, so that, that was one of those cry with laughter, top 10 <clears throat> friendship laughter moments, mm. for sure. What's your, what's your next Christmas gift? Um... Those are the two that I definitely remember well. I know since you're releasing this on Christmas, I know my brother is getting a really great gift this year that maybe I should. Yeah. I'll spoil it for him because he'll yeah, hear it he's afterwards. Not, he's not he's getting the Oculus Quest, uh-huh. which is the new. I guess it's the first, you know, attainable, easy to, you know, use Oculus VR system. And I got him a carrying case to go along with it, but my parents got him the, the Oculus Quest. And. Apparently, it's like the gift to have this year. Amazon's all sold out of it. All of the, all of the, you know, techie companies, sure. Best Buy, Walmart are all yeah, sold yeah, out yeah. of it and everything. It's like the Switch, basically. The Switch sold out like crazy. Mm-hmm. This is selling out like crazy. So and the um, Wii, the original Wii. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a really good. I love that about Nintendo. They just like they they make the Except demand. Except for the Wii U, nobody gave a shit about the Wii U. I mean, at least not to my recollection. Maybe they did, but I don't remember there ever being a shortage like there was specifically of the Wii. Mm-hmm. The, they couldn't keep the Wii in stock for like a year yeah, that's after crazy. it came out. It was ridiculous. So, um, I, I acted like I had a lot. Those are the two that I really remember well. Um, do you have any more? Well, I, I will say... Again, specific examples. I'm having trouble with. It's gonna be one of those things. I'll get off the podcast, and, and then we'll be like, "Oh yeah, that yeah, was such exa- a great year." <laughs> exactly. But just in general, Ooh, I will say, I just thought of one. Two. All right, keep in mind. <laughs> okay. I was the quintessential boy because I loved toys. Yeah. And specifically, action figures. You now, like Nerf guns too. Nerf guns for sure. I'm sure I probably got some of those at some Christmases. Um, and I liked the really messed up action figures, specifically Spawn, Spawn, and <laughs> Alien versus Predator stuff. I, I know had you well. every one of those of both of those camps of action figures, and like I can remember, I would take them to when we would visit my cousin and cousins and aunt and uncle in New Jersey. I would literally fill a duffel bag full of all these action figures, take them there, and then my cousin Justin and I would have these wars on the ground. He would have all his, and I would have all mine. Like mm-hmm. that shit was. Just, there was nothing more important to me. I was never a big action figure player, but I loved coming over your house and seeing all your action figures. Those were a lot of fun. I had a lot of Marvel ones too, obviously. You know, a lot of X-Men specific. Tell me, before you forget, tell me about the other ones. Uh, I remember getting a uh, Hurley. Do you know what Hurley is? Is that a scooter? It's a bike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the pegs? With the pegs, yeah. And it was like, it was basically like a trick bike, you know? It was stuff that you could grind with if you were good enough, which I was... I was always okay at that kind of stuff. And and maybe even only a year or two after that, I got a go-ped. Oh, my God. You remember and the go-ped? Who, I don't know what episode, but if you've been with us for a long time, you've heard stories about the go-ped. Uh, sure. and, and the bike, actually. The bike? What about the bike? Going home from the fire hall dance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yep. Yeah. The, the go-ped was, was one of my favorite things ever because nobody had that. That was a electric scooter non-electric it was gasoline powered yeah. aka go-ped instead of moped yeah um and uh it 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 got up to like 22 miles an hour i think and um when i moved to florida within a month or two i was you know taking it down to the gas station getting energy drinks like a teenager would and Balls. uh 
and I left it in the garage with the garage door open one day, and somebody stole it. That's horrible. Whoever yeah. that is, I, I hope. Merry Christmas. I hope they're dead. Yeah, me too. Fuck that. Because <laughs> cheers to that. Because that was like my favorite toy That's ever. Horrible. And we tried to use people's like our neighbors' security cameras. Never found out who wow. did it. It was just a car pulled up, ran in, and ran out. And did like did you see that? Yeah, I didn't see it, but our neighbors did and told us, like, there's no way you're going to be. They were like, yeah, yeah, we saw it. Meanwhile, it was your neighbor that stole it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's crazy. Should we try to do this? Do what? The The seltzer seltzer water. There was one uh, one all-time best gift of all time. Better than the PlayStation. Okay. You can make fun of me all you want. Okay. Tara, she was a Christmas gift? Do you remember specifically? Um, it was it was literally Christmas. It was the best Christmas ever. When you moved down here? No. So real quick backstory: we went, we went, or I went up north for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, we had that like quasi double date, mm-hmm. but I didn't get any one on one time with T at all. Mm-hmm. It was like barely anything. And then I had to leave. I had to drive home, and then we had that month in between. And then when I went back up for the holidays and Drake night, which is I was wearing that sweater. I wore that tonight. Nice. Uh, obviously that was at Christmas time and that was when we went from zero to 100 real quick with our romance. So <laughs> I remember the best Christmas. I know present. that, I know that it, it kind of blew up real quick out of nowhere. So, yeah. and I was, I was a proponent of it. I remember calling you, uh, the day, like after I got back from Pittsburgh, cause I was at my cousin's, uh, my, he's one of my uncles, technically a cousin as weird as that sounds. And uh, I was outside in the freezing cold pacing, talking to you on the phone. I can remember the contents of that conversation. What were they? No. (laughs) (laughs) But it was amazing. It was really cool. So That's a great, that is a really good Christmas gift, uh, especially now that you two are married? Yeah. Yeah. I said fiance last episode. We're we're married-ish and more on that later. Okay. Are you guys, uh, how much of the wedding do you have planned? Mm. Most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the music on lockdown. We've got the venue and the church. Uh, I guess we just have to do like food tastings and all that crap. That's like six months in advance or whatever. Uh, what else, T? I have my dress. She has. Oh, that's right. She, that I was, ordered a dress, and I have to wait for these. That was the last. To build it. Yeah, that was the last really big thing. Do you know what colors you're going with? Red. I don't know. Some type of red, mm-hmm. burgundy, maroon, whatever, whatever strikes her fancy. Okay. Uh, but that's, that's basically about it. Yeah. Really. I mean, all, and, oh, we have to do invites. I had a nightmare like three nights ago where the day of the wedding came Mm -hmm. and we were like, we forgot to send invitations. (laughs) I do. And and that sounds like you guys. My, yeah, it does. My parents, dad and Rita, they set everything up and we had like a shotgun quick wedding at my hometown Methodist church, Uh which is where my brother got married coincidentally. And there were like half the people that were there and they were like, this is the best we could do. We didn't have Magno for the music because we just didn't do anything and the day was there. Uh, but you know what's hilarious? In mm. my dream, I remember thinking, well, only half people came, probably saved like five to ten grand. Mm-hmm. And I was happy about that. So <laughs> we should have just stuck with the courthouse marriage. It, as funny as it is, T, I would have actually, knowing what I know now and where we are in life, I would have considered that. What? Just, a half size wedding? No, no, no. Just, just forgetting to send out invitations? No, doing, sticking with the state marriage until we're in a place to blow money and then do something crazy. But like, 
thinking about it and preparing for it and everything, we're both just we're we're excited for it and also excited to be done with it. Right. It's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's well, I think the, the worst thing, thing about it is going to be having to socialize afterwards. Yeah, because I just want to party at weddings. Yeah. And you got to talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. But And you're the focal point of everything. I have everything. a dollar dance with so many people. Who like says? A, like, That's a PA tradition. Like I'm not doing that. No, we're not what doing is a dollar shit. dance? It's a PA. Oh my god! No, tell so me. Is that's what this? That's what this venue's for. So yeah. a dollar dance is basically, you pay a dollar to dance with the bride, and so like all these people. So it's, it's oh, a quick way for the you know, I, to get, I like, vaguely remember this. So dollars. Yeah. So you pay a dollar. Oh, well, you dance case. for like a minute or so, <laughs> yeah. or thirty seconds, and then you go on. And I'm like, I'm gonna pay twenty dollars to dance with Alex. In. We'll have a group. We'll have a dollar dance. D-A-L-L-A. And then and it'll, and yeah. we'll do the walk it yeah, out. Yeah, we got to do like some hood dances and stuff. That would be amazing. And like, oh, I'm just like shitting on my roots and everything. Like the cookie table. I don't care about that. You know the Pittsburgh cookie table? Mm-hmm. I'm not from Pittsburgh. So those traditions right, cool. don't follow with us. But we did have the dollar dance. That was a thing. You know what we should do? We should do traditions that we want to do that make sense for us. That's what we should do. Look at you guys coming up with ideas on the podcast. Yeah, I don't even care if we do something totally off the wall. I mean, whatever. I'm down. Why don't you... um, We need cornbread. Why don't you tell the listeners about the patron stuff, and I'll pour the drinks downstairs, and um, you can get that out of the way? Yeah, I I need you for the end of it, but go ahead and start pouring the drinks. Okay. So, back in July, we had a Patreon patron update. And there were plenty of like cumulative rewards and for a time being a patron and amount pledged as a patron, all that good stuff. And we'll definitely, we still owe some people, mostly the uh, limited edition collectors A1 steak sauce bottles. Um, we've been slacking in that department, but if I told you you were getting one, you're getting one. But we've mostly gotten all the shirts and all the other random thing like like coffee and whatnot that we promised um but what we will do starting in 2020 is that that will become untenable at some point be obviously as we grow and get more patrons so the cumulative stuff we might put an axe on but we're gonna step up our game with the autumn the things that you get automatically when you patron up like right now there's three tiers one three and five dollars i really want to send some care packages out just saying that for the top tier if anybody is interested because we have a lot of funny and weird stuff to send out but then i was thinking about adding maybe like custom craft heads coasters at the three dollar level so that's a good idea okay t- dude it's it's affordable it's practical easy to ship i thought that would be really cool um I would obviously, I would even be willing i know tommy will too to retroactively get those to some people out there too so more to just stay tuned for the beginning of uh, 2020 on that. But then last year, and Tommy can still hear me. Yeah. We. <laughs> I'm peeing. Oh, perfect. You might have to come right back in after this. Okay. We, we decided to, and I dropped it on Tommy on the podcast. We were going to give away December's uh, patronage as charity. And we did that. We were going to give away what? We we donated our patronage for the month of last year's December oh, to yeah. charity. I would like to... Keep the tradition. Well, we could keep the tradition or... No. <laughs> I was thinking we could do a random drawing and oh. do a Merry Christmas to one of the yeah, existing patrons. And they get it. Yeah. yeah. A- pictures of us naked? Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh. <laughs> yeah, me too. Naked pictures. That makes me think of uh, Saving Silverman. That's really funny because if whoever wins it, they're going to get 
a a piece of mail which they know is going to have money in it but they're also going to have to see our naked bodies yeah it's i mean it's a win-win if you ask me uh, but okay it's pretty amazing because it, it'll be like they invested in a stock and then they'll get they'll get a return on their investment <laughs> no matter how much they've pledged up at this point so well that's not true but at some point you're it, it could be pretty cool so do we want to do the drawing we can do one of two things. We can do it live on the air, which might be kind of messy and annoying, or we can record us doing it, and I'll put that up on on our Patreon page. Or YouTube? Don't we have a YouTube Yeah, channel that, well? it would be on YouTube feeding. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. What do you th- would you want to do that? Uh, Yeah, but do we have to have the person send in a confirmation that they saw it to receive it? Yeah. Maybe make it like a thing, like if you have to, you have to respond to us to know that you're still yeah, listening. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I right. like that idea all for right. sure. But uh, yeah, that'll, that's. A I'm, good I'm idea. in. Yeah, I'm in. I good. I'm glad to hear. I thought you might like that. So Merry Christmas to one lucky uh, patron, uh, and we'll we're gonna we'll probably do that tonight, and then we'll po- we'll post it on Christmas. I will post it on Christmas. Okay. So you'll you know now apparently. Perfect. Yeah. Time for some seltzers? Yeah, let's do I a break. I didn't pour it. Yeah, okay. Hey. <laughs> All right, so we're back. Just a reiteration of uh, the taste test that we're going to be doing now. I once again have the four horsemen of seltzer, alcoholic, water, drinks. And unfortunately, like I said before, we do not have the same flavor for all four of them. <laughs> <laughs> good good sniff thank you that was and that was that rose was coughing that was not me oh <laughs> uh tara can you come down here for this i want you to be close to the mic too because i want you guys both to, to try it out so, i have inclusion i have a the my a favorite of these four and i already know which one is which you guys can drink them in whatever order you want to but uh we have once again we have a um bon and viv we have henry's we have White Claw, the classic, and Truly. White Claw being like what everybody knew about first, I feel like. This is amazing. But uh, I'm, I'm excited. Thank you. But why don't you guys go ahead and I'll um, talk a little bit about the flavors. You go. F- we'll drink out of the same one, one after another, so we're not crossing wires. So White, uh, not White Claw. Sorry. Uh, tr- it's not Truly either. Uh, Thomas. Uh, we have water, the the alcoholic seltzer. Most of them are about five percent. And have become a huge thing for people these days, right? It's a, it's an easy drink. It's there's no sugar. I think there might be a little bit of sugar in it, but regardless, it's pretty much it's it's a healthy alcoholic drink for you, I, and you're hydrating at the same time. I have to, I have to sip the rest of these, but that one tastes citrusy to me. I'm gonna I'm I'm okay. also gonna try what you guys are trying so I can okay. see. I like you know which one. one's which? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that one a lot because it's not overly flavorful mm-hmm. and it's got carbonation. It reminds me of just drinking like seltzer water. Mm-hmm. Like not which like, I recently it's got not like an overpowering flavor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that one's good. I like that one so you go far. First. Um I wish I could tell everybody what you guys just drank before you talk now that you've talked about it. Um close your ears off real quick. And I'm and I'm gonna like say I, tell I the listeners. Oh, I Tara, just did that one. Tara, oh, no. close yours. Close yours. They drink white claw. Okay, go ahead. I, I seriously couldn't hear you. Me either. Okay. That one I don't I like. It probably all. looked like a. Psycho. This now they're on to the second one and. Uh, the second one's I don't like it. I would not drink that. Tara tried another thing. I do not want another sip. Actually. I think I know which one that might be. Okay. That tastes like a. Mm. 
The it's I'll tell you what it smells better than it tastes. It smells quite good, and then <laughs> that tastes like either a pomegranate or like a black cherry kind of flavor or something. So you've narrowed it down to one or the other. I'd go I'd go palm on that one. Wow, that's interesting. I can see why you thought both of them. Okay. Well, uh, they must not be correct. We have to cover our ears again for this. Cover cover your guys' ears and don't look at my lips. They drank truly. Okay. All right. This is fun. <laughs> my, my ears are bleeding now. <laughs> They're on to drink number three. That was the face of enjoyment. It was it? No, I was kidding. I'd rather drink that one over the last one. Okay. So, so far, my order of favoritism is one, three, and two. Okay. I actually agree with that assessment. And I don't know, this might be number one, not because I necessarily like it, but it reminds me of good memories with Blueberry Smirnoff. Oh, okay. So you sense the flavor. You know what the flavor is. Yeah, I'm thinking that's blueberry smirnoff. It's actually a mixture of two flavors, this one. But it's uh blue raspberry. Uh, I'm not going to say. Right. Okay, close your Let me taste time. it. Wait, hold on. Before oh, you guys okay. close, I want to taste it myself. Yeah, I wish we would have had the same flavor for all all four cuz that would have made things a little more equal. The the bias yeah. is the flavor. Yeah, totally. But you know what's interesting as well? Um even the this is gonna sound so weird. Mm -hmm. Even the texture of the drink the is texture. different in each one of them. The, I I think I there's significant the differences one, between them. I would the agree. texture I of this one is very I don't know syrupy. Weird. It's mm -hmm. very weird. I, I'm not sure. I know exactly what T means by texture, but I would agree that they're very different. Yeah. Yeah. All right, close yours. Syrupy would make sense. Well, you know how like you drink milk <laughs> and you drink water, and there's a definite texture difference. Like, yeah, like of course. Milk is the it's it, the viscosity of milk is, is like heavier. The yeah. viscosity. That's what I mean too. when I talk about texture. viscous stuff like that. They drink Henry's, which is my favorite. All right, go ahead. Last one. Go for it. Final one. <laughs> that was a very laboring sigh. Yeah. Do you not like this? Look at that face. <laughs> sniffs it. She sniffs it. Like I should have given you guys some like some like coffee in between to like, like cleanse the just, palate. Oh no, I don't like that at all. Okay, wow. It's, it's like she just sniffed kerosene. <gasps> oh my god. I'd rather drink that one than the second one though. So, all right, this so, one. It's very floral. Yeah, has a floral smell. Wait till you taste it. Oh, it tastes like something that I can't <laughs> place. I don't hate it the way you did. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of this floral tastes... stuff. Um, so now in that, in that order... <laughs> Strawberry kiwi-ish. I actually can't remember what the flavor was on this one, but let me That'd taste it as third. well. Okay, hold on. Not strawberry kiwi. Maybe like a mango passion fruit. I don't okay, know, all right. Like that. So here's what I would say generally. One is citrusy, two is pa or pomegranate, three is blueberry, and this one is mango... Passion fruit, strawberry kiwi. I'm sorry. Say, is, is, what? <laughs> Can you go through that one more time? Yeah, I'll, I'll point. Tell me when you're ready. Mm. See, that one doesn't taste citrusy to me. The first one that tastes like more cherry y or berry y. Okay, what did you you said citrus? I said citrusy. T said berry. This is and That's very much. We're going in order just for, for everybody. Oh, and close your ears. I gotta tell them what the last drink the last was. One. Okay. Uh. 
Go ahead. Nice. That was Bond and Viv, the last one. Not Alex's burp. He sucks. Okay, go ahead. That smelled whack. Smelled <laughs> like ramen. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. So pomegranate slash syrupy stuff. The third one, I said blueberry. And what did you the say? The third one was like, I got the blueberry, but initially it um it had like a zesty, like citrus yeah. tone to it. I'm getting the feeling that you guys agreed on the order of what you liked the most. I would still drink that. I actually, after we are done with this, can I take this? Yeah, sure. One? You like? I would agree. I, I think the that's most. the most drinkable. Mm-hmm. These two are interchangeable. Th- this one's yeah, they're interchangeable because, like I said, that's like it oh, really depends on your mood. You're pointing, so tell the listeners just so they know. One was the best as our quote unquote citrus. Mm-hmm. Three and four are interchangeable as the blueberry, yep. and then the mango, passion fruit, tropical kiwi, strawberry. And then two, neither of us liked, which, mm-hmm. right which was, I mean, I would drink it. Yeah. Me. Do you, do you know which one two was? I thought it was pomegranate. So what is the, do you remember what the brand was? White Claw? No. Number truly. two, the the one you guys hated the, le- the most was Truly. Yeah. Okay. Truly pomegranate and Truly is also my least favorite. I don't ever remember drinking a Truly and thinking it tasted good. I, I, I don't like Truly. I don't know if I've ever had a Truly. Okay. I'll you, be honest. You've, you've had I've it had one had... time because James got a six pack one time uh, and then we never got it again. But what, what kind did he, was it black or dark I don't cherry? know, but it was Truly. I don't like black cherry normally as a flavor at all in any of these. I like just very classic, like lemon lime. And what was this Is this flavor? black cherry? That that was pomegranate. Oh, you okay, so it. I know yeah. that. Yeah, but I can see why you also thought it was black cherry. Yes, number one was black cherry. Yeah. I like that. Mm. And is it White Claw? It is. I've had White Claw Black Cherry. That's why like I it? like that, yeah. yeah. Because I actually enjoyed it when I drank it. Now, I, I get like tang out of it. That's what's weird. So I mean, you also was... like White Claw the most, Alex? Um, Do you want to take one more sip oh, of each of these? That, well, here's the thing. Now I'm biased. Yeah. But because for some reason I'm biased against White Claw. Against White Claw. I've never yeah, heard I of the other two. It's only in name. Okay. All right. Probably because that's it's not why. really popular really fast. <laughs> the blueberry one, the third one, it doesn't necessarily taste good, but it's not offensive to me mm-hmm. either. And then there's that fourth one. You know what? I don't love any of them. Uh-huh. I don't like hard yeah. seltzers necessarily. Okay. Right. Honestly, I'll amend my voting. Mm-hmm. Number one and number three. Do you want to try this I one would, one more time? I would say number one is my number one. Number mm-hmm. three is my second favorite. And then it would go number four. Okay. And then two is still the dregs of... Three is my favorite, and that is Henry's. Henry's. Yeah, mm. I remember you like and it. and this is my favorite flavor of Henry's too. I tried to get you guys because I wanted, I really wanted to push Henry's on you. Blueberry, blueberry lemon. Okay, I yeah, I, I do got like the that. citrus in it. That's mm. what the the lemon is. Why I didn't like it. Mm. That's that's why it might be the easiest to drink. Honestly, I, that's what I think because I feel like there's the least amount of syrup in it. I feel like truly is the most syrupy. You I feel like White Claw it. has very minimum, but it's still there. And bottom viv, I've just never really even had before, so it's it's weird. I, I like it. the bottom viv has a ton of flavor. The flavors all over everywhere. Yeah. That. What's yeah. the flavor? Uh, the bottom viv flavor is just lemon lime. Really? Mm-hmm. That's oh, lemon lime. What? Yeah. I'll, I'm gonna go check real quick just to confirm. Yeah, that's wild. Well, you know what? Now all I can taste is Sprite. So maybe. But then again, what is Sprite? Sprite is sugar water. No, when I you, the smell oh. is very. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Nope, he's Spit yelling. Is... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh. It's 
actually pear elderflower. Oh my That's god, it. that is yeah. very pear-y. Yeah. Okay. I'm bringing all the, the, all pear, of the you can actual smell. cans in here because I want you guys to maybe drink them out of the can as well and see if you feel any differently out of I, the can. It would be interesting to see with the tastes are different, you know, out of the can. Just like, because oh, beer is different god. out of the can. Taste the Henry's out of the can. So the I like the Henry's. Um, what do you what do you call this marketing? Packaging. Packaging. Yeah. It's nice. Well, listen, I definitely the the flavor was the craftiest and most out there mm-hmm. on the on the fourth one, as I said, which I now can identify as Bon and Viv. And I would have to say I would have to say Henry's was the easiest to drink, and I think I like the Bon and Viv the most because it's the craftiest. That's mm-hmm. it. It's a really weird flavor, and it's weirdly accurate. Now that you tell me that, now that I, now that I, we, I know next time I will do this, this test with somebody. Oh my God. I'm gonna do all lemon lime, like casual yeah. original yeah. flavors. Yeah, but that's. I'll take this fat white claw. Yeah, go for it. This straight up tastes like the pear elderflower Bon and Viv. It, it's extremely. Uh, nice it tastes ASMR. like Saint Germain. Fizz. Yeah, it does. That. Elderflower. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'll Honestly, I'll stick with my Henry's I if you guys think, don't mind. Um, and you can pour the truly on the mic and fry the podcast forever. <laughs> See ya. Happy New Year. And you know that's so crazy. Talking about texture, and you guys both said the syrupiness of truly. It's like you can you can feel it. I don't know when you're drinking it. Exactly. Hey guys, I, so I'll be something. What alcohol percentage? Oh, are they not? Di- are they different? Henry's is four point two. Bon and Viv is four point five. White Claw is five, and Truly five. Ooh, that's interesting. Hmm. So Truly and White Claw are operating at a disadvantage from a taste standpoint. From a taste standpoint, yeah, they really are. The other ones are natural. What does that eat. say that T thought, thinks White Claw is still her favorite? That means she's an honestly, alcoholic. <laughs> honestly, the texture of it, not on the wood. There's more stability. There's more sound too. That was Tara mocking me. Um, well, I hope you guys. Fun. I hope you guys enjoyed this. But yeah, this is really good. And I'll go back to my narrator voice to end the Christmas episode. Wait, if you guys don't wait, care. Are, sorry, are you gonna read the? Oh, <gasps> Christmas story time in the narrator voice. Wait, this wait, and this is gonna be uh, really messed up. I, I don't want to say expletive. Yes, but it's really it's kind of disturbing. And okay, so for context, and I know this is like your guys' Christmas thing, but no, thank you, I'm, Tara. I'm, this is just so weird. Uh. We were just at Whole Foods eating ramen dinner at the Izakaya place that they have Genji, um, and we came out to the vehicle, and there was a flyer on the vehicle, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be some some whatever. Come get a car wash or something in the middle of winter." And it was a big narrative, and so now Tommy is going to read it on air. So buckle up. Possibly in my narrator voice. I'll probably get a couple sentences in, but then I'll finish it off later. But uh, Alex and Tara were both quite surprised by this when they read it. So the same might go for me, and we'll find out. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's real weird, dude. Title. By the way, you reserve the right to stop at any time. Okay, well, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Because remember, it's Christmas. It's a lot. So maybe I'll just read the first paragraph. How does that sound? Sure, go for it. The visitors. How can we explain the following passages concerning spiritual encounters? And by the way, there's a picture of like the the typical alien big big head, oval head, 
Yeah, with the big beady eyes. Um, here it goes. Beady eyes. Is that like an opposite? An oxymoron. Yeah, <laughs> big beady eyes. Big wide eyes, I yeah. should say. Children watch as the aliens perform procedures on sometimes erect male genitals. Wow, maybe I shouldn't be reading this. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Is that it? <laughs> One sentence? You gotta keep going. These events can induce a profound sense of shame and guilt in children. Both for having seen them and for thinking that perhaps they caused these events to occur to their family members. Furthermore, the children learn that adults have no control over the situation and their role as protectors cannot be fulfilled. Adults are powerless. What the hell am I reading right now? Only the aliens have power and the children are wholly and totally dependent upon them. This can lead to a deep sense of distrust and suspicion in young people. You done? Do I'm gonna give you a synopsis of what that whole paper is. I think about? we I think yeah. we shouldn't give these people okay. the exposure. So basically the gist of that paper is talking about how uh, <laughs> eventually it gets to Adam and Eve and how humans are holy and how we have the forbidden knowledge of the forbidden fruit or something, and how aliens like can't harness this and how they're trying to like morph society. It's it's real insane who so spends their christmas outside read. putting this on people's cars so it's a religious fanatic this, this guy actually wrote a book if you get into it no um, don't tell don't give him any publicity i won't give him publicity but that's Fuck from em. a book there's excerpts from a book it's it's real insane listen uh that actually I, I was thinking about maybe in 2020 we could i definitely think it would be fun tommy if we have a dedicated up to five minute segment Every episode, even if it's two minutes, of something that you and I religiously do. And I, I know there's the dirty word of the week, which mm. A, we do sporadically, and B, it's a 10-second thing. It would be really funny to have a recurring skit. Okay. But uh, until we can build up, let's brainstorm on that. But, okay. Uh, in, in the spirit of Christmas, what is something that you really can't stand? About like something like a behavior of a person or something that people do. I actually have two, and the only reason I have two is because of in the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, and I'm loving. <laughs> so I did not give anybody. It's so strange. We went into Whole Foods and we came out with something on our car, but it's so odd. I don't remember giving anybody permission to touch my vehicle, and. I wish I could get my hands around their neck. That like that bothers me. Especially because you have a new car. I don't care what it is. It's not yours. Don't touch my shit. What, Tara? Oh my god! When we were leaving, did you see the car that had the little light blinking like rapidly? Yeah, I. That's that why was I to those get freaks. Probably it was those people. I bet probably you, an alien. No one does that. Maybe he is an alien. I don't know. Why I, didn't he just abduct us if he was though? That's so crazy. I'm gonna dive right into my second one and then I'm done. <sighs> people who chew with their mouth open. Oh yeah, and 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 somehow are oblivious to it. I feel like I've noticed Claire and I notice each other chewing a lot now. No, get the hell out of here, Claire. Chew with your mouth closed. <laughs> oh my God, Freudian slip. I meant to say Roe. <laughs> that was Roe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Claire squeaking the toy. Yeah, she's chewing toys. Um, Claire and I notice each other chewing a lot, and we don't chew with our mouths open, but it's a lot of. And you like really can't stop the, the the guttural noises that happen inside your mouth, even with your mouth closed. I try and I'm like, that's that sounds maybe a little excessive. I mean, I, I wouldn't expect anybody to go out of their way to eat or chew a certain mm, thing, but mm-hmm. it is mind blowing to me. P- pay attention, listeners. <laughs> you pay attention. It's more common than you would think, and 
usually I'm just thinking like, did you never get yelled at as a kid? Mm-hmm. No, like my parents would beat def- you, <laughs> not beat me, but like there's a reason I don't chew with my mouth open, and it's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Any other odd idiosyncratic Do behaviors? I chew, like loudly, can you hear me chewing? No. Sometimes? Like other than crackers and like obvious no. hard objects. You would know about it. Okay. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I th- know. I think my biggest pet peeve of people is um I really think that this is my biggest pet peeve is people who are in a conversation to only tell you the next thing about themselves. Yeah. Like like you'll you'll have you'll be having a conversation where you're saying something about you and then the next person says something about them and then the next thing somebody says is about you. Like, you just keep talking about yep. yourselves and there's no interaction. It's just, hey, yeah, I'll, like for fantasy football, for example, and you say, oh, I had a I had a good week this week. My guy scored this. And the next follow-up question should be like, oh, what is your record? Or sure. does it put you into the championship? I hate when people just go, my quarterback scored this many points. And I'm like, just interact in the conversation like one-upping yeah exactly that's that's a that was a really good one for you to come up with right off the top of your head and i know what you mean some (laughs) throwing tea under the bus oh got him let's go he is not a one-upper by any stretch of the imagination but when you talk about like the interactive thing every once in a blue moon i'll say something and she might it's it's she doesn't say something about herself but she might say something else, and it's just completely unrelated. And I'm like, did you hear what I said? Did you choose to ignore it? Did you not understand it? You know, what am I missing here? You know, yeah. it's just, yeah. just blow right past it. And, and it's it's oh, infrequent. We it, talked about this before. Um, yeah, it is infrequent, it but is it's not, definitely, it reminds me of that. Yeah, it's not that I'm not listening. And, I, and I've tried to be more cognizant about it ever since we talked about it. Um, but it's just... It's that I acknowledge what he said. I took it to heart, and I had nothing. <laughs> she has nothing to say. Nothing. And you just moved on to the next yeah, part. <laughs> I had nothing to contribute that was substantial. And it's just like, well, oh, tell me more about it. Or I don't know. Like he already explains the thing, and I'm like, well, just I say seven idiot. in the future. Yeah, well, like, that's like your code seven. word for like, okay, I don't know what else Wait, to say here. That's the, like copy that. What's the guy say in um, Super Troopers? Okie dokie oh, I'm an idiot. Okie dilly silly o. Okie silly dilly okio. Yeah, I'm an idiot. That's, that's literally what I do in my head, and then I change the subject to something else that we need to talk about. Yeah, you. Are. I got it. I know how we can sum this up. We okay. all had things that. Basically, our theme of the week is participate in the co- in the moment. In the ball. <laughs> participate in the moment. Be conscious of yourself and interact with the other person. Can I leave it at that for our Christmas episode? Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Merry Christmas from the Craft Heads Podcast. Thank you for participating this year. (laughs) That's right. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2020. There will be an episode in 2020. This is the last one of 2019. So cheers to... Hey, this is the end of the decade. Oh. See you next decade. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on. Maybe not. 2020 is the start. Think about the whole, like... The whole... The clean bowl. (laughs) The whole, like, 21st century thing but that's that starts with 2000 but you say that like when we talk about 2020s we're gonna be like oh do you remember the 20s 
We're not gonna. We're not you, gonna say the, the teams. But hold on. Let's get real technical. No. Yes. That's the end of this episode. Year one. Year one AD. That is one year completed. So that's. I was actually just gonna bring up. It's actually technically not the end of the decade because you got to think about one BC yeah. and one AD, and there's a whole year in between. So it's technically not the end of the decade until next year. Um, I disagree, and I'll agree to disagree. No, Don't I, try to change my mind. I also get what you're saying, and yours is more relevant because more people will subscribe to that. It's the 20s. Well, yeah, 2020s. Yeah, the 20th century, which is the 1900s, the 19th century, which is the 1800s. Can you fart? <laughs> no. Can you fart? <laughs> no, it's impossible. No. Tommy can't fart. I don't know how to. To the end of the decade. <laughs> I'll give it to you. And then we'll have the same conversation next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Give, give it uh, two seconds of <clears throat> white noise. Really, shut up. <laughs> Just say we're my best friend. We're, you're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that at the end of the episode.